Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Randy? Everybody here? Randy? Yep. What up? Soundway? Playing video games? Yeah, I'm here. All right. GM. All right. Saving. Hey, guys. My name is Tyler. I like going to the beach at night and just reminiscing. Hawthorne Heights, bro. Okay. All right. I like taking my shoes off and rolling my pants up when the water comes to my toes and just bobbing my head to bowl oh, for soup. Oh, so you may emo. Not, so seen. You may, not, you may not know this about me, but I own every single disc that Under Oath ever put out. You just don't understand me. I'm Tyler. <laughs> I hate bitch, you all. <laughs> oh, emo crybaby. Oh, don't worry. I kept that rolling just for Bettis. Oh, Tyler, oh, didn't you go to emo night? Yeah, dude, it's fun. What's new? What's new with Menace? What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of What's New Pod. I am Menace. I'm joined by Bort, a.k.a. Brett. He's an Hi. audio expert and syndication expert with the Woody Show Morning Show that you can hear across the United States and around the world on AFN. He has an assistant. His assistant's name is Eric, but sometimes we call him Nick Soundwave. Keep up. <laughs> Plus, we have Randy, who's a radio DJ himself, and he works on the Woody Show Morning Show. Plus, a very, very special guest. His name is Tyler. What is up, Tyler? How you doing? What's up, everybody? I'm doing pretty good. How y'all doing? Good. We, we didn't ask how you were doing. Uh, oh, okay. He just asked how I was doing. <laughs> we um, I'm sorry that this podcast is delayed. You know, like I, I've said before, I, I really don't want to do a podcast unless we have things going on in our life and we have things to talk about. Just not to, you know, put out a podcast to put out a podcast. And we've been very busy with the Woody Show. The Woody Show is on in Canada now. Yep. <laughs> Petersburg, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, it's on in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and Philadelphia. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not too long ago, we launched Las Vegas. So we've been super, super, super busy behind the scenes with all that. So it doesn't really give us much time to, you know, actually live our lives and do things. So yeah. we waited until today to record a podcast to let some news happen and some things happen in our life. But first, we got to kick it off with the recap of the race. Now, just to let you know, Randy did race Seabass. And if you listen to this podcast, we uh, didn't have much faith in Randy when it came to the race of the 100-yard dash. And if you want to see the video, you can go to our Instagram page, at The Woody Show on Instagram, and then you click on IGTV. Now, I just want to ask Randy, Randy, the day of the race, you seem, like, irritated. I don't know. You weren't uh, having fun with it. You seem upset. He wasn't in the zone. He, he was not focused on it, it seemed like. I, I I don't know. I've been getting that a lot. People have been telling me that like I seem more irritated than usual. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's just the thing. I don't know. It's a morning show. You're supposed to be having fun, man. I don't, just I have don't fun know, with man. it. It's not life or death. Know. Is it because I, you don't have eyebrows? I just, I don't know. I was like, where's fun, jolly old Randy? I mean, like, win or lose, we're supposed to be having fun with it. And then... So, uh, just to recap, you did lose, and I think you had to be <laughs> shocker. <laughs> just to recap, uh, you lost. Also, I did have a theory. Like, were you upset that all your boys right here on the podcast weren't supporting you for a win? Were you irritated by that? They were ripping on you since the beginning, or what? No, 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 no. I mean, like, I mean, like they—they're always there ripping on me. Oh God, those dogs in the background. <laughs> um, I mean, they're always ripping on me, so I'm just kind of—I'm kind of used to it. It was just more like uh, I think I was more upset the distance that, like, I—I I, I felt that I allowed myself to get pressured into doing a hundred yard versus like a forty, you know. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's primarily where my uh, my anger came from. Oh my god! Whoa, wow! We're getting Shout a little treat. Mom. Yeah, we're getting Shout a little treat of Randy's mom in the background. <laughs> also, I was a little upset with that too because you know sometimes we get frustrated with Randy because we feel like he doesn't listen to our advice, and it goes back to the video games thing. Like we told him from the beginning, if you're gonna play my future brother-in-law in video games. Go with what you're good with. Go with the NHL. But what did you play? FIFA. Then you played Madden. And then you got your ass whooped. And then finally you played him in NHL and you yeah. won a game. And that's our frustration. We're like, dude, just listen to us. And that I did get angry too that you didn't speak up and say, you know what? I want to do the 40-yard dash, which we originally asked for. And then you didn't fight them on the 100-yard dash situation. If it yeah. was a 40-yard dash. Mm -hmm. Do you think you would have still blown out both your hamstrings about 20 <laughs> yards in? Or, I mean, I don't well, know. It, maybe it would have at least looked better, you know? So I, just like, yeah, like it would have looked, looked, like, yeah, would have looked a lot better instead. Like they would have been able to see that, oh, Randy got hurt right out the get go instead of me being like 20 seconds behind. There, there definitely would have been less room for you to fall 50 yards behind. You wouldn't have <laughs> yeah. fallen that far behind because yeah, yeah, yeah. the race isn't that long. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think that's the biggest thing too I've been taking away as of late. Um, just, I, I feel like, it's 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 primarily kind of stemming from I don't stand up enough. Yes, it's just I just I just speak let up. people just yeah speak up. I guess that's what it is. I, and I think it's because I have this like fear inside that my whatever it is I say isn't going to be rece received well or the reception isn't going to be as good. And I don't want it to be detrimental to something that could potentially be fun. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to anyone? Uh, slightly, yeah, because I think Sal, my future brother-in-law, goes through the same thing too. He yeah. he doesn't speak up when he should because he's afraid of what people might say or right. disagree with him. But dude, you just got to fight through it. You just got to give your opinion. And if people don't agree with it, they don't agree with it. Dude, behind the scenes, I give my opinion on stuff and I get crapped on 90% of the time, you know, I still give my feelings on what I think should happen. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, I've been a big proponent of this as long as I've known you, man. And, and sometimes you speak up for yourself and it really pays off. But then there's other times where, you know, you do back down and people ride all over you. And I, I don't think that's good for you. That's going to beat you down and take all the fun out of everything in the end, because you're, you're not going to feel like you have a voice. And if you did do that 40 yard, there would have been a chance of you being Seabass. Yeah, I just, yeah. I don't know you why wouldn't I be... just allowed myself to just, to just decide that 100 yards is going to be the distance. But I did, <laughs> and I'd lost by a lot. So, I mean, I, hey, I mean, it is what it is. You know, that was my decision. That was my own doing. And this is the result of it, me getting embarrassed. <laughs> Yo, what's up with that dog, man? <laughs> Dude, this fucking dog's not even ours. My mom's dog sitting in. Parker, shut the up. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys keep talking. I'll be right back. We <laughs> got bleep that. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to see the video of Randy's race, just go to our Instagram page at the Wood Show on Instagram, and then click on IGTV. The last podcast, I also brought up electric bikes, and I asked everybody, "I go, dude, are you seeing electric bike ads like crazy?" online because i am and apparently there's a thousand companies that make electric bikes and the day that we're recording this there was some news that broke about electric bikes did you see that yeah simon cow yeah he like hurt himself right yeah apparently he got this new electric bike and he was riding it in his front driveway and he ate it and he hurt his back and he's in the hospital right now my god how fast is he going i don't know those things go pretty fast though I think I think it's the uh, the acceleration that kind of takes people off guard. I feel like electric bikes now, kind of like Teslas, they just go at the drop of a hat. Well, also, yeah, with let's say back in the go pads and stuff that ran off gas, you can hear the acceleration, 
with electric stuff, you can't hear it. So you don't realize how fast you're taking off from zero to a thousand, you know? That being um, said, would I ride one? Would I own one? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Would you get hurt on one? Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Probably. Not not a question. And it, 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 it really would just be a matter of time before something happens and you pull the throttle when you shouldn't pull the throttle. And there you go. I got word that Tyler has been building stuff lately. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I, I went, building? I went, no, I went ahead and I bought um, a bigger bookshelf. So long story short, I share a room with my brother. And my dad decided when I was younger, hey, your bedroom is going to be my second library. There are no joke. I'm looking around right now to make sure I double check. There's four bookcases in my bedroom filled with nothing but books that all belong to my dad. So, And my room is really small. I have no room for anything. So usually my stuff is kind of all over the place. Wait, hold on. So when we were staying at that place in palm springs and you stayed in the walk-in closet you said the walk-in closet was bigger than your house i mean bigger than your room yeah you it was in. probably about the same size bigger than my room it, it, it that was not a joke i was being dead serious my room is tiny and you share with your brother and there's four bookshelves in there yeah and there's and four bookshelves bed. in there and a bunk bed so at some point this week i decided hey you know what i'm gonna go run down to target i'm going to buy the bigger version of this bookshelf i went ahead and bought it i put it together and i actually have a place to put almost all my stuff because my room is so small i don't own a whole lot of things so it's gonna be really weird when i eventually move out and there's nothing but all this stuff actually fits on the bookshelf and i realized that i totally forgot i have about 250 movies all on blu-ray so i was just like okay so finally got all those stacked up Noob. alphabetical order Tyler. put a bunch of my other stuff on there so it looks good wait you're Tyler. gonna hold on to those blu-rays why don't you just sell them for like a dollar somewhere yeah. i'll just hold on to them for right now when oh, i sounds, keep awesome. them yeah i like i'd like okay movies are one thing that i actually like to have the hard copy of why i'm not sure um i, I just like having the hard copy of a movie <laughs> um but like video games I get all that stuff digitally downloaded. I don't oh, care. Movies, me. I don't know. There's just something. <laughs> okay, Freddie, calm down. You're filthy. Movies, there's just you something about games? it where I have to have the hard copy. I don't know what it is exactly. Okay, I just have to have I'm it. Disappointing. Going back to the shelf, though, uh, I don't know if you ever heard me on the show say this. I just want to get rich enough so I never have to build or move any furniture ever again. Amen. You know, I don't like building furniture. Yep. And I keep on doing it and it even, sucks. It is e the worst. Even the most simple things from IKEA give uh, upset me. Like I get I, mad and it's never I hate it's, it. And I never realize something's messed up until I'm like 5 steps ahead yep. of the step I messed up on. And I'm then like, you got to take it back apart. It's the worst. And and people argue about how, "Oh, well for them to assemble it, it's only $40 more or whatever." But you have to keep in mind that it's more than just having someone assemble uh, like put it together you got to get it dropped off to your house they got to put it in your house and it's just all that basically cost as much as the item you already bought so it's like what's yeah the or you can get a better quality item somewhere else you exactly. know if you're or, gonna spend that much money and do you know what's funny is i did that one time where ikea assembles it for you yeah and i didn't know this 
because when you buy it, you got to take it to some room and give them your address and all this kind of crap like that. And when they showed up to my house, I was all ready for them to drop off the item. I didn't know they assembled the item at your house. They don't pre-assemble it somewhere else and then bring it to your house. It'd probably fall that, apart before it gets there. Well, that also <laughs> kind of makes sense too, because what if they're bringing in a bed and they build it before they get there? How are they going to squeeze it through the doorway? So that, that kind of makes well, sense. Well, it was just a dresser. I figured it was already built and they would just drop it off and it was done. But no, they build it. And you know, what's crazy is when they come by and they put it together, they put it together in like three minutes when it takes me two and a half hours. Has anybody else bought anything cool lately? Um, I bought something. <laughs> All right. And this is uh, entirely Brett's fault. For the well, second not, no, time. Okay. For the second it's not, time. It's not his fault. I, I obviously bought it, but... Brett sent me uh, the link to something pretty early in the morning. I, for, I forgot what time it was. I had just woken up, I think, and I look at my phone. I get a notification from Brett, and typically when Brett texts me back, it's either by some miracle he chooses to text me back to my ridiculous text messages or he sends me the link to something he knows I like. <laughs> yep. And uh, I click on the link, and it sends me to this article about how Monopoly has done a collaboration with Godzilla and they released Godzilla Monopoly. Oh my and god! So, and so I was like, oh well, that's. I mean, that that it thing was dope. probably like, it was probably like a flash in the like a flash in the pan sort of thing. Yeah. You know how like that's you do an investment releases? right there. Yeah. And so I decided to look into it. I found it. There was three left on Amazon, and uh, I bought one. So I'm now the owner of a Godzilla Monopoly board. I don't even know how to play Monopoly that much. <laughs> I don't really oh my like god, Monopoly of that much. <laughs> but it was Godzilla, and it was Monopoly. So I was like, oh, why the hell not? So now it's in my room. How do you not know how to play Monopoly? I don't, I don't come from a, a board game house. My parents would never play board games with me, and I never got to do sleepovers. I never, to, I never got to go to a friend's house to play board games. That's that's <laughs> not a lie. I, I promise. I don't know how to play board I games. I don't believe him for a second. All right. Um, let's switch up something real quick. A lot of people say Randy looks like The Rock. Well, not anybody, just him. But The Rock bought the XFL. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Tailgatersports.com, Tailgater Sports Podcast, The Rock buying XFL. I like it. I love it. Awesome. Not awesome. What's going on? Soundwave and, and Tyler have their own point of views, primarily based off the sports aspect of it. My part of it where I was impressed was just over the fact that the XFL only cost $15 million. And I, I don't get me wrong. I don't have even a million, but 15 million for a sports league seems pretty cheap. So that, that to me was what really surprised me the most. Well, it's just for the name, right? I believe he gets the entire league, yeah. which I yeah, mean, I it's only he's like the owner now. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally. only eight teams. And so it's really small. But at the same time, I brought up the example how back in like the early 2000s, Dana White bought the UFC for, I think, $2 million, and now it's a billion-dollar empire. I said, if The Rock plays his cards right, I'm not saying it could be a billion-dollar empire, but he could make a ton more money than if he decides to sell it down the road. Well, I also brought up the remark that because Vince McMahon was behind it, and Brett, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I thought that like Vince, to me, at least in my mind from the average consumer, hasn't necessarily been relevant since what, like the early 2000s? One could argue that. So like the fact that The Rock bought the XFL, The Rock is as relevant as ever right now. So to have a face like him associated with the league is a really good step in the right direction, at least for Definitely. that. Definitely. Yeah, I think, well, two things. Wrestling in general, behind the scenes, is notoriously cheap. Notoriously yeah. cheap, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Dumb and cheap. 
how are you gonna launch something like with music festivals right music festivals don't make money until their third year like the first two years they just go all out they spend all the money that they can to get the word out about the music festival and then eventually it makes money so you can't launch something like the xfl nickel and dime behind the scenes you know you have to go all out i'm not saying that's what happened but yeah. i assume because Probably. of its wrestling background that it came from that maybe that's what happened but with the rock you know he has millions upon millions of followers that he could promote to for free Third you know yeah. so it doesn't yeah, cost him any money to promote it charm and, and yeah he could literally cross it into everything else he owns every movie he has every tv mm. show he does um i mean he has he has ties with under armor too he has those headphones with them who for all we know under armor can somehow become the national jerseys or the uh the the official jersey for the xfl i'm sure but, it will be but i, I so i looked it up because i i had the question of the xfl is actually worth 15 million dollars and it says here that vince terminated all the contracts and partnerships first so this is essentially just the rights to the ip and probably some physical equipment it's 15 million to buy them probably another 100 million to get them back up to operations again so it so, makes sense why he so that's with, so that's the money that rock will have in his couch in cushions yeah, that he's pretty much his yeah, Jumanji but, cash but if somebody could crowdsource a hundred million dollars i'm sure the rock could do it yeah, yeah i'm but, sure he'll, he'll bring in like shareholders and stuff to help right. you know expedite the ca the cost and stuff but yeah i mean when was the last time the rock did something that didn't kind of pan out the way he wanted to you know so i mean yeah. if you're a fan of the xfl you know it's yeah. at least a, a stepping stone in the right direction the tooth fairy that was it that reminds me of some other thing that the rock is launching it's called athletic con and it's happening next year October 9th and 10th in Atlanta and it's a big like workout convention kind of like FitCon type thing so like he's branching out everywhere plus he has his alcohol dude the guy is building a freaking empire man it's yeah. awesome and he's it's, jacked and he's being successful yeah. and you're just jacked like dude, dude, and dude. you're just jacked okay he here's might. a question for all you guys though uh because I've, I've also seen headlines and pictures that he posts on his Instagram and like where it shows him relaxing. And in order for him to relax, he has to essentially buy out an entire wing of a, of a resort and have mm -hmm. like security 24 seven preventing people from, you know, coming up and just, you know, bugging him yeah, and trying to be around the rock. door. Exactly. So my question to you guys is if you knew your life was going to be like that, would you, would you still want to, and now don't just say because of the whole money thing, but I'm saying like quality of life. Like, would you still want to live the life the Rock lives, knowing I'm, that you're always? I'm working? definitely saying yes because of the money thing. Like, mm -hmm. your quality of life is well, so great because you could pay for all that stuff. Well, but but like, think about it. Think about it in the sense okay. that like he gets no privacy. There's no he can't just no. be alone. You know? no, wait, he gets on. privacy though because he bought out a tire wing of a yeah. resort, so he buys like, out the privacy. But let me let me put it like this because we bring up this this similar question on the way show all the time would you rather be rich and famous or just rich and i'm going to just say i'd rather just be rich and not mm -hmm. famous but if you're putting it either you live the life that you have right now or be the rock and you have to be famous oh. and rich yeah i'm gonna select the rock's life <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna turn down the money because i'm also famous that's for yeah. sure so athleticon is gonna happen and i've been going hard in the paint with the peloton i'm nice. almost gonna hit that 100 ride mark that i've been trying to do for a while and then i get a free t-shirt i'm very excited but uh <laughs> hell yeah spicy nachos working out as well and we've been talking about this dude trying to find weights is insane right now you and cannot find anything how's the gym going that. eric 
Well, it's been closed. I mean, since this second little shutdown, uh, second shutdown in California. Um, so it was open for about three and a half weeks. Yeah. And like I said, I was there every day. We had to do this weird little process, you know, reserve your time, all touchless entering and stuff like that. So like I was going for the month or so it was open, but yeah, it's been shut down for probably just about over a month now. So it was fun while it lasted. I could say that. Dude, Man, it's, that's, it sucks. It's funny you mentioned weights not being readily available because mm -hmm. I have a buddy who, uh, who his job, it's, it's not that he got furloughed. He works for his dad through an insurance company, but he's not working right now. Instead, all of his income has come from reselling weights. And so what he does is he has this a spreadsheet markdown. What a douche. And, each, and on the spreadsheet, each day indicates when uh, Big Five, one of the local sporting uh, equipment shops here in L.A., gets, uh, you know, gets stocked up in different mm -hmm. parts around the valley. And so he will go to each store in the morning right when they open he buys weights he buys benches he buys all those stuff and he resells them through facebook and through offer up and off this entire break alone he's made a lot of money from what he's been telling me and he doesn't even just do weights he does like pools and all this stuff and i thought it was interesting because that bastard because i was I at big five yeah, yesterday trying to buy he's clearing the shelves and it's interesting because i, I was friend. like i, I was, I was like i was like oh good for you but at the same time i was like you son of a bitch you're the reason why i can't find weights but it's just it's ridiculous yeah. because a 25 pound weight i mean mm -hmm. but normally what is it what does it cost like 20 20 bucks 30 bucks for just the weight by itself normally you dropped so, 65 bucks if you were to buy one right now. Bef though. Yeah. Before I um, moved to LA, I had some like Bowflex weights at my yeah. house and I originally bought them for, I don't know, 300 bucks. I see them online right now for $900. Thanks to Randy's friend. You guys act like I'm getting a cut of this. You know what? Yeah. You were almost bragging about how well he's doing. You're just yeah, as guilty. You know, you're guilty by association. I'm, yeah. I'm simply... I mean, I wasn't alerting. saying that, but... Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Randy, is there any updates on the game consoles? Like uh, uh, when the price, release dates, what's going on? So the price, uh, the prices is what's really been in the headlines as of late. And it's that it seems they're kind of at a stalemate, sort of like a, you know how you watch an old Western movie and there'd be the, the two cowboys, they'd be standing out and the first one to draw their gun shoots the other one, you know, wins, mm -hmm. whatever it is. That's kind of what's been going on right now. Whereas, That's called a duel. That's called a duel. I couldn't think of the word. Thank you. And a showdown. Yeah. A showdown. Showdown and a duel. So, so yeah, uh, between Xbox and Sony. And they're right now they're both waiting to see who's going to pull the trigger first. And so it's interesting and it's also kind of comical when you look at it, but as, as a consumer, you can only hope that it's going to end up benefiting us because we can only hope that one of them releases a ridiculous price point because it already looks like games are going to cost 70 bucks. It's it's really at this point, like I said, just a duel. They're trying to see who's going to pull the trigger first, and then from there, they're going to follow up with their response. I don't understand why they haven't started pre-sales. They could just do what Tesla's done with the Cybertruck and be like, hey, put 100 bucks down. Get your pre-order ready, and yeah. then we'll tell you what the price will be eventually. Well, the time right know? now is is so is so strange too because the, a pandemic's going on. People don't have money, people don't have jobs, and now they're like, "Hey guys, we're gonna release this console. God knows how much it's gonna cost." And at the same time, you have your current consoles, your current generation, and you have companies still releasing games. Like it's wildly rumored that a new Call of Duty game is coming to us in October. Well, because here's you know? the thing, man. If they're almost done with those games, though, those developers need money. And they need I to know. sell those games. And the thing with announcing how much the new Xbox or new PlayStation is going to be depends on one major thing. If they actually launch on time is if they have games. And they need to have yeah. games. Because how many times did you see a game system come out and they didn't have really many games? I remember getting the GameCube from Nintendo and there was three games out. There was Rogue Squadron from Star Wars, nice. Luigi's Mansion, and nice. Smash Bros. 
And those were the three games that made it sell really well. But if you don't have any good starting titles, people are going to be like, why am I buying this for $600? Yeah, yeah, and make and, sure and they like, got them. Good point. Have you guys been watching <laughs> anything new lately? I just watched the An American Pickle by Seth Rogen's movie on HBO Max. You guys watch anything good? I really enjoyed the film. It's cool for like an original movie, you know, available that you don't have to pay for other than having HBO Max. So I'm glad you asked the question. Yes. Because last night I watched a pretty cool documentary that uh, my girlfriend, Gio, recommended to me. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> so I... I, I uh, to be honest, you guys already know this. I don't really watch a whole lot of movies or documentaries. I spend the majority, if not all, my time is playing games. So last night I was in the move to I was in the mood to watch something. So I texted her, I'm like, "Hey, give me a recommendation." She found something on Hulu, and the documentary is called Pigeon Kings. And oh so, my god! <laughs> oh my god! And so, Pigeon Kings is essentially a documentary about the subculture of men in South Central Los Angeles devoted to the phenomenon, which is. Uh, well, how do I like barrel pigeons? So basically yeah. what it is, is they're rumblers. And so it's just, it's a breed of pigeon called the Birmingham uh, tumbler, I believe. Or They call them flipping pigeons too. Yeah. Right. Flipping pigeons. And so what it is, is there's these competitions where you let your pigeons up into the air and they all do these flips. Like they're doing like barrel rolls in the air. And that's how you count them for points. And apparently it's a really big thing in South Central Los Angeles where <laughs> people, I swear yeah, to God, no, man. huge, man. Look this up, I swear to you. Stunt pigeons? Yeah, so there was a documentary that came out years ago, too, about Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson really got into it. That's why, you know, you see a lot of pigeon references with Mike Tyson. Because I'm trying to remember when this documentary came out. It had to come out at least, like, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago. And a big portion of the documentary is him and these pigeons. And so the flipping pigeons, also, they get released when, allegedly, when the police come by... They will release the pigeons into the air and the people will clap and then the, the pigeons will start flipping. And then that's just to notify everybody in the area that police are nearby. And so I found the the t-shirt because I sent one to I sent a screenshot of it to Tyler. The their their group, their club is called the South Central Rollers because the pigeon breed is called the Birmingham Roller. And mm-hmm. so like I said, the points are the points are tallied up by the rotations in which your pigeons do in the air, like they're doing these cool little flips. And the documentary is interesting because these guys in South Central who essentially have devoted the majority of their lives to doing pigeons. And like you have these guys talking and they're like, I look, every woman I'm with, I tell her, look, the pigeons have been here before you and they're going to be here after you. Like, oh, day God. Day. And it's crazy because then they go into detail about their problems with, you know, hawks and how one of them got arrested by the wildlife service because he killed the hawk and it's just it's a very interesting one i really want a shirt that the south central roller shirt i'll send to you guys and uh, i think i might uh, i might make the trek down to a competition one day just to you watch might join yeah and maybe make it maybe make it out to an auction and pick myself up a, a birmingham roller i know it sounds all weird but it's a thing it's been a thing for a long wild time. anybody else watch anything recently oh dude i um i checked out muppets now on okay. disney plus the new muppet show i'm actually liking it it's pretty You're fun in? yeah i'm in on it man it feels like the old muppet show where you know it would be a stage show kind of style celebrities would pop in they would have different skits not like the newer weird muppet show that they did on abc a few years ago but it's like that but they modernize it so they're all doing like a web show they're uploading the show onto their streaming service with different clips and different celebrities pop in like danny trejo was on the last episode and it's just kind of goofy and fun and it feels like um the episodes are a little short they're like 22 minutes so it kind of leaves you wanting more at the end of each episode. It's fun. I like it. Because, you know, the Muppet stuff, they haven't had a good track record in the past couple of years. But this has been getting good reviews. So 
Yeah. You know, if it has your stamp of approval, I know you're pretty critical on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like if, if something doesn't feel as good as it used to or look as good as it used to, I'm going to probably dog on it till the day it ends or gets burned to death, you know, somehow. Mm-hmm. But um, no, this feels just like the OG Muppet show and I'm, I'm really liking it, man. So if you like the OG Muppets growing up, I mean, you know, the Kermit voice is still the Kermit voice, but a lot of the other voices pre- sound pretty much on par. So it's dope. That's cool. All right. Anybody else? Yeah, I actually um, saw a movie and I saw a new show that I found on Netflix. So the movie, I know it's been promoted a little bit um, because I've seen a bunch of ads for it before it came out. I got around to seeing that Palm Springs movie on Hulu, the new one with Andy Samberg. It's actually really good. Um, Love it. Definitely did not go the way I thought it was going to go. I really enjoyed it. So I give that one um, a thumbs up to anyone who wants to see it. And for Netflix... I was scrolling through trying to find something new to watch, something I haven't noticed, and I came across this show called Into the Night, and it's only one season so far. They have a second season coming, and there's only six episodes, so it's really easy to get through, but it's about this guy who runs into the Brussels airport in Belgium, hijacks a plane, forces the pilot to take off in the middle of the night, and once the pilot finally asks, like, what the hell was that for? He tells him that the sun, when it rises, it's basically killing people. Something about like the solar rays or something like that. It's killing people as soon as it shows up. And the story is basically them flying around the world, trying to stop, refuel, gather supplies all before the suns come up. Before Because if the sun comes up, they all die. So it's kind of interesting. It's a interesting little plot but it was how do they keep that going (laughs) so they fly like the first part of it is they fly from belgium to i think they landed an air force base in scotland and it's pretty much deserted but they happen to find a fuel truck that has like a little bit of fuel that gets them to like their next destination and the whole goal is at least for the first season the whole goal is to land at your next destination before the sun rises. This is such a Tyler show. This is it was, yeah, I'm like, it was well, decent though. This is it like was decent. I enjoyed it Tyler with the plane. To, uh, yeah, Tyler true. To mention the plane is powered by love. So that, that is not true. That is <laughs> it's powered by gas. Oh uh, no, I, I thought it was it interesting. Is definitely a Tyler show because you know Tyler's obsession, on top of many obsessions he has, is the uh, the airplane obsession. Yeah, so I'm sure he would love it. And it, Randy's right. It does sound like something 24 ish. But I kinda, understand kinda. why it's only six episodes, because how do you keep that going? Well, I think it was six episodes because I, I've noticed a lot with new shows, especially ones that show up on streaming services. It's a pilot series. Yeah, it's a pilot series. They usually six episodes is a test run. Literally. But it did really well because they've already ordered a second season. Anyone? And like I said, each episode, I think the first one is an hour. And the last five are all 40 minutes. So you could get through this in an afternoon. But it's decent. It's sure it's got a little plot holes here and there, but I mean, it's good. I liked it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It kept my attention for an afternoon. So I was like, all right, you know, let's, uh, let's see what uh, season two has to come up. So Eric, what have you been watching? Oh God. Hey man, sports are back. You know what I'm watching? I haven't watched anything new, anything streamed, any movies. It's nine to nine AM to 10 PM Pacific, all sports all the time now. Are you happy with the product or no? Uh, I mean, yeah, for the most part. It was a little sloppy maybe that first week, but yeah, dude, I literally wake up, I turn on the TV. Most of the time I can catch a morning basketball game or a morning uh, baseball game. It flows right into my hockey for the night. I'm yeah, living watching, golden golden life right now. I've been watching some basketball. I'm enjoying it. 
Lakers have been on a little losing streak lately, though. Yeah, they're not they're not playing too well. Um, and then so it's it's typical kind of stuff at this time of year. They start yeah. questioning LeBron, and then he turns on playoff mode, and it's just any ideas on who's going to be the final two? I'm gonna go ahead and throw in the Bucks as one of the finalists, and I don't know. I'm not confident enough on basketball as far as the West goes because yeah, I'd probably say the Clippers. The Clippers are are deeper than the Lakers, and they just I don't know. Mm. Kawhi is Kawhi, and Le- I don't know. I think the the Clippers will probably win it in the West, and the the East is so wide open. You could have somebody just pop off and like the Celtics win, or the the Heat even have been playing really hot. So I mean, the the sexy pick is Giannis and the Bucks because he's like the probably going to be the MVP. But um, yeah, it could be the Clippers. I mean, it, w- it wouldn't surprise many people if it was the Clippers, that's for sure. Clippers, Raptors. Uh, I'm going to down for this. I'm going to put Rockets, Bucks, final. You're a lunatic. No way. Yeah, you're insane. <laughs> no, the Rockets Go are ahead. not making yeah, it. Right. All right. I'm sure you'll talk about it more at tailgatorsports.com, Tailgator Sports Podcast. Follow them on Instagram at Tailgator Sports. Um, speaking of sports, the Woody Show, we have teamed up with this new charity app. It's called FanVester. That's Fan, V-E-S-T-E-R. And uh, Justin Turner is doing a lot on it. He is from the Dodgers, if you don't know. And uh, he has a foundation to help a bunch of families. And you can get a ticket on this app for a virtual hangout with Justin Turner. So if you download the app right now, FanVester, you can get a ticket to be a part of this. It's going to be really cool. Are you a big Justin Turner fan, Eric? Um, I mean, I have his bobblehead up in the studio. So, I mean, I would say I'm, I wouldn't say I'm not a Justin Turner fan. That's for sure. And, you know, he's a stud on the Dodgers. He was kind of a steal because, you know, he got DFA'd by the Mets. So we kind of picked him up and he has had not had a second coming in the Dodgers. A lot of key moments for the Dodgers and their last, like, you know, their recent success. So I would say I was a Turner fan. Yeah. Um, Randy hit me up and he said that he was thinking about getting something on Goldbelly, goldbelly.com because, you know, Randy, like me, loves spending money. And I, it's so, it's funny because I just ordered something on Gold Belly. They're not yeah. a sponsor, by the way. But it's, you can get different food items from different regions across the country. And I got this new sweet and spicy chicken from New York just mailed to me yesterday. And I had it and it was delicious. What was the food item that you were asking about, Randy? Dabbled with food uh, with Gold Belly before, but I didn't pull the trigger because, you know, I didn't, I just, I didn't know. So I figured I would ask you guys because my girlfriend's birthday is coming up and I decided I wanted to order two pizzas from New Malnati's. So Lou Malnati's pizzas are going to be coming to my place and I'm going to make them and, you know, I'm going to give them to her because two years ago we went to Chicago, actually around this time of year for a radio uh, convention thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because I was so cheap, I refuse, I refused to mail pizzas home to my house. So instead, I went to Lou Malnati's, bought one, shoved it into my suitcase, yeah. and brought it back to Los Angeles to reheat. That uh, pizza didn't taste as good as uh, I, I had hoped it was going to. You didn't tell everybody the story that you got busted at the airport with the pizza. That was a great at day. TSA. Oh, God, so embarrassing. So I'm at T. I'm on TSA, right? And <laughs> she she decides to open up my luggage because she sees there's a weird object in there. She opens it up and she sees the shirt and the shirt's soaked in marinara sauce. It's like red. <laughs> and so she's looking at it and I'm like, and I'm like, if you're a TSA agent, you know, you probably already, you're not the biggest fan of life. You know, your job isn't, isn't, can, can be rough around the edges sometimes. So you see this and you're like, what the hell is this? And she opens it up and it's a box of pizza, Lumanati's pizza. And it's like all soaked and it's all, it's all wrinkled. And she looks at me and she's like, is this supposed to be in here? And I was like, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm taking that home with me. And so she puts it back in there and then I have to zip it back up. But, you know, I got a whole line of people behind me just staring at me like, what's that weirdo doing with that pizza in the suitcase? So, 
Yeah, more of the story here is don't be a cheap ass and order your Lumanati's pizza off of Gold Belly. Has your girlfriend had this type of pizza before? No, because by the time I brought it back to her place from Chicago, uh, it was basically New York style pizza. It was all flat because mm-hmm. of the flight back. But, uh, I, you know, I feel like it's different getting pizza here that's Chicago style versus, you know, something like Lou Malnati's. And for all it's, I know, it's much different. I don't know. It's pretty risky, though. Either people really like it or they're like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, so for all I know, even this might not be as good as actually going there and trying it, but it's going to be a hell of a lot better than me shoving something into my suitcase. Absolutely. Oh, speaking of things not that great, Randy brought those uh, cookies into the studio. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Did everybody try them? Um, They were Chips Ahoy Sour Patch cookies, and I found them while I was at Big Lots, and they were behind some random stuff, and it was like two bucks. So I figured, why the hell not? I'll bring some in. Dude. What was everybody's review? Um, I mean, I tried the Mountain Dew Doritos, and I actually enjoyed those. So you think that my palate would be a little weird? I tried these cookies. They were the most disgusting, heinous things I think I've tried in months. Like, they were nasty as hell. You, and, and then you started burping up Sour Patch Kids afterwards. It was disgusting. Yeah, it would have been better if, you know, I just had a Chips Ahoy cookie without the Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a 4 out of 10. It was just a weird taste. Now, I mean, it didn't have an aftertaste. Uh-huh. It wouldn't make me throw up in my mouth or anything like that. Well, like the combination just did not go, man, because you get like that sweet, awesome cookie taste, you know, and then immediately you go to the sour, crunchy candy, and it doesn't mix at all. They weren't as bad as I think you guys are paying them out to be. They're not uh, by any means really good, but they were. they tasted exactly how I thought they were going to taste. I was expecting just Sour Patch, and that's exactly what I got. That the, you know, I, I will agree the texture of it is a, is a little strange because it's being chips ahoy and all crumbly and stuff. But I don't think I would say it is as low as like a four. I would give it maybe like a low six. You're high. You are high low right six. now. A low six. And I will say this, though. Now, and uh, I, I told this to both Brett and Soundwave. I said I could totally see like a toddler or a little kid flying through these. No questions asked. Because this is just like a sugar roller coaster. And then hurling 30 seconds later. Um, Speaking about hurling, we talked about on the show, what are the alcohols that give you the worst hangover? And then we started getting into our personal alcohols. Like, I can't drink this anymore. And I'm just going to throw it out there. The one drink that I don't even think I even get drunk off anymore, and it kind of makes me sick, is vodka. I think I'm yep. vodka burnt out, you know, even though it goes with everything and it's great. I just, I don't know. Do you ever have those points where you just, you drink hard alcohol and you're like, I'm not getting drunk. Nothing is happening. Just the smell of it makes me gag. And the smell of it just makes, uh, just gives me goosebumps. And that's Captain Morgan. I, I can't, I can't be anywhere near Captain Morgan. And that's only because Captain Morgan seemed to be the only alcohol people in my high school drank. <laughs> and Every time somebody threw up, it smelled like vomit in Captain Morgan. <laughs> so every time I smell it, I associate it with that, and I just I can't be around Captain yeah, Morgan. Yeah, like, I can't do it. I would say five, six years ago, Captain Morgan had a, a renaissance. Everybody was drinking Captain Morgan. Everywhere. And then they had those yeah. commercials with the with the, the pirate or the buccaneer, whatever it is on the mm-hmm. on the bottle. Uh, the captain. You escape okay. it. The yeah, captain. yeah, the captain, dude. Anybody else? Uh, there's two that come to mind. Um, so when I was in high school, water. everybody was on their four so local front kick. room. Oh, shut up. Okay. <laughs> when I was in public school, okay, everybody was on their four loco kick. And yeah. that stuff, Hell yeah. I can't even looking at it without wanting to gag just a little bit. Um, the other yeah. one 
it took me years to finally drink this again. I had a really bad experience with Jameson and mm. it took me maybe about five or six years for me to actually have another shot of Jameson and hold it down. And that goes back to one night. I had just turned 21. I could just buy alcohol on my own finally. And the girl I was dating at the time, she had one major flaw, and that was if you drank with her, she, she would force you to drink more. Yeah. So I ended up drinking an entire 750 milliliter bottle of Jameson what? by myself in one night in the span of about four hours. How are you How are you alive? That I don't know how <laughs> I lived. I don't know how I didn't go to the, uh, the hospital for alcohol poisoning. I honestly don't know. That was the most <laughs> drunk I've ever been in my life. I was hungover for about two days. I didn't eat at all for, I think, three days because anytime I looked at food, I wanted to barf. What a worst. It was horrendously <laughs> awful. Dude, I Menace. told you that um, I flew to Ireland one time for uh -huh. St. Patrick's Day with Jameson, and then all we did was drink Jameson for three days straight, and I was annihilated, and I was at the airport, and they made me drink coffee before I got on the plane, and then I woke up in New York City. Over in Ireland, they have this um ginger ale it's not like the same ginger ale we have here in america and it tastes and it tastes so good with the jameson i don't know what it is but you you can barely taste the alcohol it is so good i just can't do it anymore but mm -hmm. um that's why i think i've had way more of a balance smoking weed because yeah. now when i do drink i can enjoy it a little bit more because I'm not doing it as much as before, so it's like a little treat to have too, some alcohol. I'm yeah. too anxious to smoke. Every time I every time I do that, I'm just like I'm on edge. I think the world's ending. I feel my heart pounding in my Again, chest. That's like, you every day. I like. <laughs> I feel whenever I when I here's a weird thing that happens in my head whenever I whenever I do, I'm not saying out loud because my mom's in the house somewhere. Uh, <laughs> Brady's mom. I, Brady's mom. Come over here, Did you say you smoke marijuana? Uh, he's stupid. I, reason I partake in said activity, um, I just, I feel like everything bad happens or like, it's almost like, is everything bad happening, happening to me? How do I explain this? It's like, it feels like only weird stuff happens. The, like the, the world's against this, you. The, every, yeah, everyone's out to get you. The yeah, world's against you. That's how you. I there feel. Okay. Like, that's like how I, I feel had, on alcohol. <laughs> that's so strange. Cause like that's we had a daily. dresser, we had a dresser in our garage and that thing had sat there for maybe six months. And the one time I decided to do it. I get a phone call from my mom. My mom's like, hey, just a heads up, a random stranger is coming that I met on OfferUp, that I, an app I've never used before. I've never had the urge to use, and he's coming to check out the dresser today and probably take it home. What? So I'm freaking out because, and she's like, just do me a favor. He seemed kind of weird on the app. Just don't let him into the house. <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious? Like, why does this only happen to me when, when I... When I partake in said activity, like, what is really happening to me during this? So then I'm outside my house. I'm out. I'm outside my house talking to this guy, and in my head, I'm like, this dude could like pull out a knife or something. And Gio is at my house, and I told and I told Gio, and I was like, hey, just wait in the dining room because I'm be honest with you. She's like, what? I probably can't defend you right now. So uh, if if, uh, if things if things go south, I don't know, just run, I guess, yeah. somewhere. And so I was like, okay, okay, okay. Like, just be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. And in my head, like I said, I'm thinking, I'm like, this stuff only happens to me when I partake in said activity. So I'm like, this is just so strange. And that's why I just, I don't partake in said activity. Yeah. I just feel but like things, do you know what's crazy? Like sometimes when you're high, people don't realize that you're high. You know, right. I'll have entire conversations on the phone 
and people will be like, and I'll be the next day. I'm like, oh, sorry, dude. I was acting weird. I was totally high when we were talking. They go, oh, you were? I can't tell. Yeah, I'm too, I'm too obvious. All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening to What's New Pod. Of course, listen to the Bortcast. Oh, yeah. Go to theboardcast.com. You. You. Hell yeah. Hang out with Bort and his podcast. And listen to Tailgater Sports. Go to tailgatersports.com. Get all your sports updates. Follow at Tailgater Sports on Instagram. Constant news updates up there. Of course, Randy has his podcast. It's called I Call Next. You can find all the links you need at iCallNextPodcast.com. And, uh, you know, lots of lots of fun things. And we're doing a giveaway. Nice. Fun stuff. Oh, wow. Cool. And then, of course, you're on Nerd Out Podcast, NerdOutPodcast.com. You guys just had a live Animal Crossing on Friday. How'd that go? That was fun. You know, I mean, I wasn't in the camera. And I, uh, I started sneezing because Cameron's cat gave me allergies. But overall, you know what? Pretty solid night. Good stuff. (laughs) Not too shabby. Sounds great. All right. Good. Of course, listen to the Joe Coy podcast. Just go to J-O-K-O-Y.com. That's Joe Coy. He has a Funko Pop that's out right now. He's selling those like crazy. He keeps on posting pictures of all the orders. So that's really cool of him. Plus, our buddy Fluffy, a.k.a. Gabriel Iglesias, he just came out with a new Funko as well. You can check it out at FluffyGuy.com. Listen to the Sex with Emily podcast with Emily. I just recently did an episode. You can just look it up on recent episodes. Just look for Menace at sexwithemily.com and make sure you follow her on Instagram at sexwithemily. Listen to the Matt and Kim podcast with Matt and Kim. They are a band. You can stream their music everywhere you find music. Just search Matt and Kim and listen to the podcast at mattandkim.com. And of course, listen to the Mothership Monday through Friday. That would be the Woody Show on the iHeartRadio app. Just search the Woody Show. Eric, do you have anything to say before we leave? Uh, circle back. Go check out Tugator Sports. Randy, we found out that Randy has watched like zero sports movies in his life. Um, so we quiz him. Yeah. One of like 80 that we found out he hasn't seen. So go okay. check that out. That's awesome. Bort, do you have anything to say? Yeah, I'm just wondering when the hell we're ever going to find out what the... F is up with Tyler going to beaches in the middle of the night posting very cryptic things. Like, are you just going to mm. tell us what's going on, bro? Guys. Dude, beaches at the middle of the night is my thing. I've Tyler, said this before. Tyler is the better is your thing. Mm-hmm. If, if, I had, if I had to grab emo Tumblr and <laughs> mash it up into a person... <laughs> Yeah, Tyler is the epitome of emo, cringy Tumblr. Oh that's, my god! That's him. You know those pictures? You know those pictures of those mm-hmm. girls with those weird, like curly hair, and they were in, like a snapback, and they're looking off into the distance. Yeah. and it's like, it's like he, she rawr. believed. She, yeah, raw. Oh god, she no, believed, no, 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 She no. believed, and in parentheses, it's, he lied. That's oh, Tyler. Oh my god! That's Stop. Tyler. Wow. Stop. So apparently, you got to follow at Tyler the Board Up on Instagram to see what's going on. It's all for love. Uh, All right, Tyler, do you have anything to say before we leave? Yes, everybody, please get on Randy for having never seen Space Jam at all in his life. What? I I tried watching it, actually. Spoiler. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. He tells me, he's like, oh, yeah, I tried watching it. I had to stop. I can't stand Looney Tunes. I don't like Looney Tunes. What? That's what he said. That was his excuse. Okay, but this kind of goes into what you were talking about earlier, Brett, about the Muppets thing. Like, you recall Muppets and you enjoy Muppets from when you were younger. I don't have any feelings towards Muppets. I don't. And if I tried to watch Muppets now, I probably wouldn't like it. You never watched a single Muppets movie. Not a show, not Muppet Babies, nothing. 
Nope. Muppet Baby sounds like the stupidest thing ever, if I'm being completely honest with you. Right <laughs> I think now. you're the stupidest but thing I've ever. Tried, if you say Muppet Baby is the tried, stupidest wow. thing ever. I've tried watching Muppets, man. I just can't do it. And the same thing applies with Space Jam. I respect MJ. I like MJ. But the whole Looney Tunes thing, I just think, eh, just not Watch Randy be like all about Space Jam 2. Probably not. And then oh, he's going to be wearing the T-shirts and all that. Oh, dude, I love Space Jam. <laughs> hey, man, did you know I'm a big Dodgers fan? Look. Dude, you know that I was drunk and I bought all the Space Jam gear that they have? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Randy, you have anything to say before we leave? Um, like we, like I mentioned, we're doing a little giveaway for I Call Next. Listen to the podcast and check out our Instagram to find out what it is at I Call Next Pod. Uh, Space Jam, overrated. Happy Gilmore, fantastic movie. All right, guys. Well, make sure you follow us on Instagram at What's New Pod on Instagram, and we'll see you next week. What's new? What's new with Menace? 